All right, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the PTC Optics Podcast. Welcome to the PTZ Optics Post Show Podcast with your hosts, Paul Richards, Tess Protesto, and Michael Luttermoser. Let's talk shop. You're cutting me off, Mike. Nobody can see me. There we go. All right. So welcome, everybody. Today, we're talking about the new tech NDI, something everyone should know about. By the way, welcome, broadcast engineers, audiovisual experts, and geeks and technology enthusiasts. If you don't know about the new tech NDI yet, uh, you got to look into it. If you're listening to this podcast, take my advice. It's something that is going to save you and your clients money, but it's also going to increase your capabilities and make things that were previously impossible possible. We just got done a live show in which we talked about 10 ways that we honestly do use this protocol on a day-to-day basis for our broadcast. We're going to cover those with you today. So the very first thing that we use almost all the time, uh, and I think this is the way that most people start using the new tech NDI, is to send video from one computer to another. Yes. And what most of the churches out there are doing, what most of the folks are doing out there, is sending their PowerPoint slides to their broadcast PC over Wi-Fi or over their local area network. And it's funny that something that simple is making, is it was so hard to do for so long, for years and years and years. That was like, oh, you want to send your PowerPoint slides to the live stream? Okay, that's going to take like an HDMI extender. You're going to need a converter. You know, you can do like 55 things. And uh, now it's quite easy using the new tech NDI. So we do that every day in our live show. I have a PowerPoint or something I'm showing on my computer. Mike pulls it in over the new tech NDI. And before we did that, Mike used to actually have to ha- use a desktop capture. I feel bad, Mike. Yeah. And he used to have to do uh, quite a, uh, it was quite an experiment. Producing wasn't it? the stream and switching the slides. Not yes. fun. No. <laughs> it was okay. I made it work. Now I get to uh, now since I don't have to do that, I get to like check the to the chat and like double check like you know make sure you know people are happy or <laughs> not having audio issues stuff like that. You can yeah, do more at this point. Good. Yeah. Um, more so troubleshooting. Yes, more troubleshooting, guys. All right, we do have a live stream going on to those of you listening on the audio version, and they got to see us have a really fun uh, troubleshooting session right before this podcast started. So things uh, can always go north, south, east, or west with live streaming, as you may know if you're a streamer yourself. We sat down and we realized just how many ways that we are using NDI. And it was just kind of really funny almost to sit there and think, oh my goodness, we use it for that. We use it for that too. Did you? We use it for that too. We have 10. 10 uses. We, yeah, we were, were stretching it a little bit to hit 10. We were like, sometimes our intern does this. He doesn't always do that. Of course, he doesn't even come in sometimes. We don't have him every day of the week. But um, in fact, he's supposed to be here now. The but, boy is um, trying to get an education. But uh, we stretched it a little bit. But I'd say at least 80 to 90% of our list mm-hmm. is like the shit that we use every day. Okay, so we admit to stretching the limit on one of them. But the rest of them, we do use quite often. Number one, sending Google Slides to our main streaming PC. PC, Excuse me, we covered this briefly a moment ago. 
Yeah, and that can be done in a number of ways. Um, a desktop capture. NewTek has an app called Scan Converter. Um, sometimes I'll use a um, an interesting way that I've been doing it is using a USB capture device with a loop through. And walk with me here for a second. The HDMI out of my computer, right, which is my extended desktop, which is my slides, could be a mirror of my desktop. I like to do an extended desktop mm-hmm. into the capture device. You'll loop it through to a projector. So that's kind of crucial because you're already sending that video signal to a projector. And then you capture it and just bring it into any software that supports both the new tech NDI and a webcam or whatever. And you've got, you've captured that HDMI video and you're sending it to the world. So that's one way (laughs) to do it. And then uh, new tech also has a scan converter app. You just choose the desktop that you want to convert to NDI and you can bring it in anywhere over your local area network. Very nice. So, number two is using the NewTek NDI Telestrator. And that's one of our favorite ways to use uh, NDI. Yeah, I would agree. Wouldn't you think? It's, yeah, it's definitely, we use it a lot. It's has added a, uh, it's just added so much to the presentations in our yeah. show. Use it all the time. I love it. And uh, the NDI Telestrator actually has a lot of options that I don't use. Mm. I like how NewTek has really simplified it to like pen mode and three colors. Yeah. They have arrows and highlighter and... Yeah. But they're kind of nested because usually you don't need them. So they're kind of like hidden away. And then in the top right, you can choose any NDI source. So I'll generally choose the live stream output of vMix Mm -hmm. to annotate on top of. But you can just annotate on a single NDI source. Mm -hmm. So for example, I could just be annotating on my presentation and therefore my annotations would just show up on wherever you are mixing the annotation into your larger production. Yeah. Or say you had a product that you just wanted to pull in one source from a product in a separate room dedicated to that sensitive material or something like that. You could just pull that up and then direct people's attention to certain aspects of it with the uh, annotations. Yeah, it's a good it's a good use. Number three is our wireless NDI cell phone camera. Uh, this <laughs> one, this one's good. Was, is, is it like a, one of your favorites? I think, right, Tess? Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to be able to have mobility when it comes to NDI. Yeah. Um, nice. We had some some uh, interesting times with it earlier today, but for the most part, um, we like it. We like the ability to be able to pull up on our cell phone an NDI uh, cell phone camera source when we're transitioning between set to set, like our podcasting area and our streaming studio. Trying to get this microphone tuned in just perfect for me. But um, yeah, no, Tess is right on there. Uh, We did have a slight issue with the NDI app today. You really, for some of the more wireless stuff to work, you actually have to tune your network properly. And um, we're talking about super low latency video here. So uh, there is some networking that needs to be done. And uh, we actually are still having some issues with our iOS app. But one of the things that we don't have any issues with that a lot of our customers love are the regular NDI cameras. 
NDIHX, NDI high efficiency to be specific, but that should have been number one because that's absolutely our favorite. Yeah, that's true. The that is number one. That's what actually uh, is the main point for us yes. for NDI is the ability to grab uh, video sources. Our very own PTZ Optics cameras have the NDIHX functionality, so that's definitely the best one on the list. Yeah, you guys asked for it, so we built it in. And uh, we you got shall it receive. Yeah. So now any camera that's plugged into our local area network is accessible via NDI on certain platforms that are NDI compatible. Like streaming softwares like Wirecast and vMix and OBS. Number five, uh, here's the intern one. Brian, our intern, <laughs> uses an Xbox controller to remotely control a PTZ camera. Yeah, so... I think he's just playing uh, video games on his computer. Aren't, th aren't all the kids playing video games these days? And XSplit. Thanks, Chad. Yeah. But yes, you can control the PTZ Optics cameras with an Xbox controller. You can program presets with the controller into the controller. Right? Yeah. Um, Not I don't know if you can program presets with the Xbox controller, okay. but you can call. There you go. Actually, I don't even know if you can call presets with the Xbox controller. You can with the NDI Studio Monitor. All right. Um, we'll but just yeah. say you can control. But I but like you need the, the fact studio monitor to use the control that you mentioned interns because one of the things that about interns, especially unpaid interns, I know some of you have unpaid interns, some of you have us have paid interns. Give them an Xbox controller. It will make their life and their job a lot more fun. They'll be like, we get it now. Yeah. Honestly, it. W I remember the first time that, that VMix showed that off. They were like, look at this. I'm controlling a camera with, a, with an Xbox controller. You should have saw the chat room. It was like, hallelujah. Yeah. It's just fun <laughs> and cheap and convenient. Yeah. That so. leads us to number six. Pulling oh. audio from podcast studio to main broadcast PC. It's not just video with NDI, it's also audio. Yes, and that was something I remember talking to my our, our lead engineer, Matt Davis, about this. And I was saying how, you know, is anybody using, um, anybody using NDI for, for IP audio? And... Uh, it's not the standard for audio. It's much more known for video, for sure. I can think of a few uses. But um, if you're already using it, audio is built right in. So why not? Yeah, absolutely. We've used that many times when we have a remote guest on our show. We've chosen to pull just their audio to our headphones so we can hear them and not mm -hmm. ourselves. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. Couple of comments coming in from the chat. Green Eggs and Spam is uh, saying vMix implementation works, but they prefer with the Xbox controller to use custom Python scripts. Wow, Green Whoa. Eggs Crazy. and Spam. You gotta make that available to the community. Please join our user group and share that if you, ha if you haven't already because we would love to see more about that. Home Net Office Productions is going to be looking to run two mobile setups relying primi primarily on NDI for cameras. Awesome. We wow. are relying heavily on NDI, as you can tell from this presentation. Are you a mobile streamer? You are a mobile streamer. I saw that. So that's a little bit more intimidating, and that's going to be very interesting. Keep us updated with that. 
Yeah, one of the things, just big picture about NDI, is that you slowly start using it, and you're like, wait a second, I always use SDI, I always use HDMI, it's what I rely on, it's what I like, and then it's like, alright, just, just do one NDI camera, alright, just bring in one NDI feed from a wireless camera, just just use it for a Telestrator, and then you just slowly start realizing, wow, this is reliable, wow, this works, wow, I don't need to run as many cables as I thought, you know, wow, this is wireless, and you just become more, and, and uh, this is 100% the future of video production. It's like thinking that, you know, like, like it just, nobody argues that, that that's, it is, it's the future. There's one that you could have uh, substituted Brian's for, just beyond, you know, regular NDI cameras, the use of power control and connectivity. Oh yeah, that's a good point. We use NDI every day to power most of our cameras. Yeah, the, the thought that a single Ethernet cable now powers your camera, sends video, and controls your camera um, you know, deserves its own bullet point. Number seven is confidence monitor for podcasting area. Yeah, so we're looking at this right now, and if you saw our presentation earlier, you know that we're sitting over here in our podcasting studio, which we're all starting to kind of become more, a little more homey and it's feeling more comfortable and um, our broadcast studio is still streaming to Twitch and Facebook so we're still streaming uh, but we've completely moved locations so what we do is on our secondary PC in our podcasting area we pull up a confidence monitor feed so we can see what the stream where the stream's going to and we can still switch vMix remotely as I'm doing right now which is kind of fun Another ch chat question or comment coming in from Twitch from our live feed. Nick uses three NDI enabled PTZ Optics cameras and he wants to know what the general wait time people experience when waiting for cameras to show up on their network. That's a good question. Um, you know, I do think that some devices may be different than others. Magewell has that new Pro Convert card and we plugged it in today, walked literally two seconds to our computer and we it was there. Would you say the NDIHX cameras take a longer period of time? Well, they shouldn't. Um, Does it depend on your network? But it could be, that, that could be true. Um, this is a little bit beyond my knowledge and scope, but I will say with the NDI cameras in mind, uh, one of the things to think about is the fact that uh, you need the NDI HX drivers installed, and if they're not installed, then you're likely going to need to install them or the cameras won't show up at all. So that is one, one thought there, is that they do require special drivers. NDI as a, as a protocol, a clean NDI, let's call it, or pure NDI, as some people say, uh, that does not require any extra drivers. Yeah. Number eight is having an intern or secondary producer remotely monitoring audio. Let's be honest. We've had audio issues. We could have had that use that today. <laughs> yes, we yes. could have used that absolutely today. Where, where's our intern? We're He's, keeping our eye on the door. He'll be in. He'll be here about like you know four thirty. When he said twelve, maybe he meant midnight. Yeah, I should text him now. When you said noon, did you mean midnight? <laughs> Number nine, recording our show on our producer kit with studio monitor. 
You're going to have to dive deeper into that one, Paul, because I'm not quite sure about that. Oh, he said... We'll wait. I said, mean... He said, please let me know who's going to work from home. Okay. okay. Oh. Okay. Jeez. So we've been I've ragging been, on been, Brian all day. I'm worried. Yeah. It's like, we're, like, we're like parents to our intern. I've been... Yeah. Where is he? Okay. So we've been ragging on him, but apparently he's working from home, so all is good. Anyway, what are we talking about? We're talking about recording our show on our producer camera okay, studio got it, monitor. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so um, with all of these video sources and outputs being available to all these different computers on your network, one of the things, and Pool King saying the audio is good, thank you. Um, one of the things to think about, hopefully this doesn't happen again because our audio mixer may need an upgrade or a retune or a replacement. Every something. Um, In the trash. May need to get you know put on eBay or something. <laughs> Hi, Michael Scott. Um, Best name ever. When all of your NDI feeds are available on your network, you can separate the video production tasks between multiple computers. Meaning you can have one computer for streaming, one computer for recording, and so on and so forth, and therefore separate a I'm lot of the that. needs for um, you know that could be really taking the processing power away from your computer. That leads us to the final, the last, number 10. Which is our video conferencing calls. It's actually an interesting one. Uh, one of the ways I like to think about this one and use it is the fact that you can have uh, a video conference call. Let's call it, say, a Skype call with somebody around the world. And I could be sitting at my desk and say, oh, you want to see a camera in our studio? Mm -hmm. Oh, here, take a look at this. Oh, you want to see a camera in our podcasting studio across the hall? Take a look at this. It, the, uh, New Tech has a plug-in, I call it a plug-in, called a driver, if you will, for Windows, and I think it's available for Mac. And, by the way, NDI is now built into Skype. Yes. NDI with Skype. That. Beautiful. That was a big announcement. Combination there. I could just picture CEO um, having a video call with his or her management team and just like, so what's going on? I've been, you know, on my yacht for two <laughs> months. How's the company going? Show me the support room. Ding. Show me the sales office, the sales cubicles. Ding. So he can kind of, she yep. can keep an eye on things. Yeah. Totally. And I like that. I like that. I also like, I also like sales teams being able to like, let's say a salesperson wants to make a presentation to um, their person who's selling something to, and they want to go, all right, we'll take a look at our manufacturing line. Ding. Take a look at our, you know, finishing line. Ding. Take a look at our QA area. Ding. That's supposed to be I, the fight bell. I, I, I need like a, a ding. Yeah, I need, I need a ding. We do I, a single because th that's the fight bell. That's yeah. like that's like we want to fight. You, know, you yeah. and Tess are having an argument, yeah. and yeah. it's like all right, let's settle this. I just need a little ding. <laughs> Sorry, we knew go, that go was going to happen though. We knew that we were going to add more sound effects. Yes, There's no right. limit to the sound effects. No. David and Philly brings up the question: What about issues of saturating your network by doing too many things over NDI simultaneously? Are there there is never too much NDI. <laughs> Is there any rules of thumb or guidance with how much bandwidth yes. to allocate for each function? So a gigabit network is the minimum, but a 10 gigabit network would probably be better. And here's why. 
Every NDI source is roughly, you should budget 100 megabits. So every NDI HX source, you should budget 10 megabits. And now these are, these are high numbers for budgeting because they, they don't want you to have any issues. Um, and Green Eggs and Spam is saying to definitely just create your own separate network. And that's, that's in all the new tech guidelines to do really? that. Really? Yeah. We don't do that? We don't do that. And there are reasons why you might not want to, because you might want to leverage your own Wi-Fi network. You might want to have every computer on your network connected. Mm-hmm. We have a small special network where we can break the rules a little bit. Uh, it's not a rule. It's just a guideline. But think about it. If you have a gigabit switch and you don't want to go over 80% headroom, um, you should probably be thinking about you know, no more than five or six pure NDI sources and then no more than 10 or 20 additional NDI HX cameras, if that makes sense. We got to wrap it up, guys. It's the end of our show here. It's time. It's 3 p.m. Eastern. Got a root canal tonight. How about you guys? You're joking, right? No, I have a root canal after work. I'm I gotta go. I'm so glad that you uh, are going to get your root canal checked. Thank you. I'm worried. I know I have a bad infected tooth, so. We got to get oh that cleaned gosh. out. We got to get that situated. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. On that on the note. Podcast. <laughs> we, we have a, what's our show on Friday? We don't know yet. Our show on Friday, um, we might be doing a live stream from IBC, oh, IBC in, in Amsterdam. International Broadcast Conference this Friday from Amsterdam. Duh. All right. We'll see you guys later.